Vera Payne. Many people don't think twice about the long-term effects of loud noise in the short term. Attendance at concerts and sporting events have become the norm, and the World Health Organization has listed some guidelines for safe listening at venues and events. Joining me to speak about these guidelines is ASHA-certified audiologist Marquita Murkison. Thanks for joining me, Marquita. Thank you for having me. So tell me, what is National Hearing Day? Well, National Hearing Day, or World Hearing Day, is March 3rd, and we're really excited because it's a great opportunity for us all to take a moment to think about our hearing. And the American Speech, Language, and Hearing Association is really excited that with the World Hearing Day, the World Health Organization has announced some global standards for concert entertainment venues to reduce the risk of hearing loss. What are those standards? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So these standards are really aimed to help us all hear long-term. So if you think of to hear for life, you want to listen for care, with care. And the WHO recommendation or standards for these entertainment venues are six recommendations that are going to help us all hear long-term. So the first one is for these venues to limit the noise levels. You don't necessarily need things to be dangerously loud to have a good time. So uh, we're going to ask the venues to limit the noise levels and also to use monitoring equipment to measure these noise levels. And this equipment will be run and maintained by trained professionals. The third recommendation is that the venues are optimized acoustically and also have their sound systems optimized so you can enjoy attending these events safely. So it sounds great and you're also not putting yourself at danger for a noise-induced hearing loss. And then also providing access to quiet areas for people attending these festivals and concerts, making sure that hearing protection is available to attendees, and also providing education to attendees and the staff that work these events on how to protect their hearing and the risk of noise-induced hearing loss. What are some ways that you can protect your hearing when you're at these events? Oh, I'm so happy that you asked that. The biggest thing that everyone can do, and that is adults and children, is to wear hearing protection. In hearing protection, you have a lot of different options. You can wear foam in the ear hearing protection. There are rubber um, tree inserts that you can use, and there's also over-the-ear hearing protection. And I really want to pay attention to making sure that when we have our children out at loud events, that we have the babies and the kids wear hearing protection as well. So they make over-the-ear hearing protection that, frankly, are super comfortable and ideal for, ch- ideal for children. The other thing that might not be obvious is to make sure that you're giving your ears a rest. Take a break. So for every hour that you're exposed to loud environments or using your headphones or earbuds, take a break. Give your ears 10 minutes of rest after an hour. And that is really important because you're reducing your overall exposure to those loud noises. And, you know, when you're out at a concert or a tournament or any type of entertainment venue, make sure that you put some space between you and the noise source. You don't want to stand or sit right in front of the speaker. So be mindful of where you are in relation to, you know, the noise sources and how um, much time you're spending in these loud environments. And then the other thing to always consider, are you noticing a change in your hearing afterwards? 
you know, do you have a ringing or a buzzing in your ear? Does your hearing feel differently? And, and if those things are the case, you want to make sure that you have your hearing tested by a licensed and certified audiologist. Okay, I'm glad you brought up the headphones and like the the, the little iPods that you'd be wearing. Well, the thing is, is that I do that all the time. And I think when I was younger, I was even worse. You know, you would listen to really loud music. Does that affect your hearing in the long term? You know what? It actually does. So it's the volume, it's the frequency, and it's the length of time that you're exposed to this noise. So the headphones, especially the in-the-ear headphones, like the pods and uh, inputs that we use, can get super loud. So that risk is definitely present for all of us. So I, like you, spend most of my day under a pair of headphones. So it becomes really important to be mindful of where we have our volume set. Try to keep your volume at 50 or less, okay? If you're using your headphones or your earbuds in an environment where it's loud or where it's noisy, please consider getting a pair of over-the-ear um, headphones or noise-canceling headphones because then you don't have to turn the volume up um, loud to mask your environmental noise. And um, again, and I hope that you uh, do this uh, in your position, when you can take a break and you can take your headphones out and, and sit in some quiet, you know, take advantage of that. Give your ears a rest. And it's, you know, nice to give ear a little chance to kind of recover or take a break from all of that sound. It's funny because so often people are telling me, and I'm sure people who work at a desk will sit there and hear a lot, take a break from your desk, close your eyes so you're not staring at the monitor because it affects your eyes. I never really even thought about it for your ears. I kind of feel silly for not knowing. Well, it's not obvious because, you know, your hearing, it's not something that you can see. It's kind of always there, right? You can tend to be super dependable, but just like with your eyes and giving them a break, you want to give your ears a break. And that's why World Hearing Day is so important and that we can all take the time to just think about our senses in a different way and pay some attention to our ears. So just like we take care of our eyes, decide to get up from your desk and stretch, you give your ears a break as well. And if you take these steps, you can prevent or avoid a noise-induced hearing loss. You know, you don't have to lose your hearing with noise exposure. It's completely preventable. Can you heal your hearing naturally? Like, can you ever get it back if once it's lost or is it gone forever? That's the thing. When you lose your hearing, it is gone forever. So that is why it's so important to make sure that we take steps to protect our hearing. Because once it's gone, it does not come back. And that's a sobering um, bit of reality when you're diagnosed with a hearing loss after, you know, years of having normal hearing. You know, once it's gone, it doesn't come back. So we want to do everything we can um, to prevent or avoid noise-induced hearing loss. There is some hearing loss that's not avoidable and not preventable, but noise-induced hearing loss is something very much under our control. Well, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you being here. And for those listening, where can they find more information about this? Well, thank you for having me. Please join me and the rest of the members of ASHA at www.asha, that's A-S-H-A.org for information about how you can protect your hearing. This has been the Mason Vera Payne Show. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to hear more? Head to WGNRadio.com for exclusive content by Mason. Also, follow Mason on Facebook and Twitter at Mason Vera Payne, that's all one word, and don't forget to share the show with your friends.